I know that I've said this before, but it bears repeating from time to time. Any priest or deacon or minister who gets up in front of a congregation is always very much aware that 99.98% of the time we are preaching to the choir. That the people who are in our pews are there mostly because they want to be. They're trying to be good disciples of the Lord. And they continue to strive to grow in their relationship with him through the celebration of the sacraments. That being said, sometimes we need to reflect a little and check off the boxes in our heads to make sure that we're really motivated for the right reasons. As I heard our refrain for the responsorial psalm last night and this morning, I thought, and in parentheses behind those words, Lord, I love your commands. Probably for most of us at various stages of our life, we could put in parentheses behind that when they suit my needs. How many times do we know what really is the right thing to do and we choose to do something else? If we really love the Lord's commands, we'd always make the right choices. We would live our lives the way that Jesus and his mother Mary modeled for us uh, in their lifetimes and many of the great saints throughout the world. But we're human. And because we're human, we stumble and we fall, but we should never get discouraged. We should keep coming back and try to love the Lord's commands even more deeply. The parable of the pearl of great price has always been one of my favorites. And as I grow older, it takes on different meanings all the time. And that's what a parable is supposed to do. It's supposed to be a story that we can apply differently in the situations of our lives as long as we don't change the core truth. Throughout the years, there have been times when I've found many great treasures, whether that be at an auction or on a sale or in my travels throughout the world. And oftentimes those treasures become acquired and then they're admired for a time and then they go in a box on a shelf somewhere. And now as I'm entering in a new phase of my life, I begin to think about all those treasures and I start looking for them and I try to figure out who might enjoy them. Because I really don't need all that stuff. The only pearl of great price that I really need is the faith that was handed on to me by my parents and grandparents and extended family. That's really the pearl of great price in my life. It's what draws me to continue to come and to celebrate with you. And the true meaning of the pearl of great price is that when we acquire it, when we find it, 
It's not meant to be kept to ourselves. And so it is with the faith. We all have our own personal relationship with Jesus and his church, but we're meant to be communal. We're meant to come together, to gather, to hear the word, to receive his body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist. And then we're sent out to proclaim the kingdom. That's the pearl of great price. On Thursday evening, I and a few others of our parish gathered together with those who had been in RCIA uh, since last September. And we were finally able to have a celebration and receive them into full communion with the church. And as I thought about them this week, I thought, you know, somebody planted a seed of faith at some point on their journey. It might have been a parent or a grandparent. It might have been a coworker. It might have been a fiance. But whatever the source of that was, they were open to allowing it to grow. And now, after months of preparation and months of delay, they're able to join us fully at the Eucharistic banquet. And that should be a reason to celebrate. But because someone shared our pearl of great price with them, they also now have come into possession of it. So as we continue our celebration this morning and we go out into a rather warm world, let's remember, we hold the pearl. We're not supposed to keep it just to ourselves. Share it.